0: Good evening to you and welcome along once again to Kelly Memorabilia and Memories podcast. The weeks just seem to be flying past. Of course, the last time we were on, we were hopeful of staying in the Premier League, which uh, we now know has has not materialised. And we will be looking forward, though. I think, you know, over on some of the forums and, and the social media channels in the last couple of weeks, there's, there's been a lot of chat, um, understandably, about the season, that's just gone past, but I think we're also going to have to look forward, we're going to be talking tonight um, about some of the new signings who have just come in the door for Tommy Wright, we're going to be thinking about our, our hopes and assessment really of the Championship, and we're going to be talking most importantly I think later about some fantastic away day memories from the past as well and I'm absolutely delighted to welcome in the studio tonight as my guest, a man, uh, we go back a long, long way, right all the way back to Grange Academy, in fact, that was me yesterday, uh, <laughs> as I'm sure he'll tell you, and that man is Alan Craig, good evening sir. Evening Robert, how are you? Well, oh, not, not too bad, not too bad, all things considered, as we say, in the last uh, couple of weeks. It's been, it's been one, as I say, we've known each other for so long, you know, um, several decades, in fact. And therefore, it's, this has been one that, you know, I've been looking forward to. I've been meaning to ask you on to, to do this for a wee while, so it's great to, to finally get down to this one. Um, and I know you had done an article recently for the Hippo fanzine as well. Talking about some of your own away day memories there, um, and I'm sure we'll be getting into that sort of stuff. But just just thinking initially about where we're at, obviously in the championship. What are your What are your thoughts about the season to come at the moment?
1: Uh, as we said just before we
0: went
1: in the I actually that's crazy talk. Yeah, I know. saw Hearts to on this last season struggled up there. Are we be a better team than Hearts, right? Than yeah. the players so far. Aye, aye. Uh I I like to see I like to see obviously the, I, I like the fact that the boys we were going for were boys that were going to go for it from the Premier League anyway. I mean Chris Boyd wrote a controversial article last week and it was of it that was quite but enraged a few people but what he did say is right. One thing is that we should be signing players not just to get us out of first division but to keep us up to actually get us going places in the Premier League as well. Yeah. We're confident enough to have Race in that. We can never say for certain. I mean, at this time last year we all thought that uh, McGowan was going to be a great signing for us. I don't think anybody thought otherwise mm-hmm. and it seems to have turned really bad there. I mean, just, you don't know what to believe but he's obviously like, it does it as if he's going to be there much longer. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I think, I think you're absolutely spot on there with the idea that it's not a team or it shouldn't just be a team build for hopefully one season in the Championship. But also, if you know, can win promotion by the Premier League, it's about staying up and being competitive in the Premier League as well, not, not coming straight back down or, or struggling again. So, McGowan, you're right, I think, uh, to identify as a player that you would have thought would have probably hit the ground running last season. Uh, that didn't really work out that way, of course. But looking at some of one or two of the others, they get Blair Olsen, um, Scott Robinson, probably a the right type of player for the championship. Mm-hmm. I, as I say, there's
1: there's so much up in the air right now. We don't know who's going to be there. We don't know who's who's going. I mean, obviously. <laughs> There's been a lot of talk today about who has been leaving. <laughs> no, not any offence to anybody. The only one that I, that I was upset about was Lafferty because Lafferty yeah. can have made a big difference next season. But we've got to take that in the chin. And uh, Tommy Wright will be. Tommy Wright will already have targets in place. Like, who we get, there's going to be a, big, <laughs> be a lot of pressure on them. But hopefully it's a player like that can handle that. Yeah.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Lafferty, of course, the goals he scored, you think he'd be scoring for fun in the Championship, as I'm sure he would have been. But, you know, um, we've just got to move on in that one, hopefully bring in two or three strikers with experience at that level. And most importantly, mm-hmm. I think a lot of people are looking, of course, at the goalkeeping position at the moment. <laughs> you know, we could probably just talk about back that. A
1: relatively strong defence, going back to the Paul Cart, days. Alan McCullough, and kind Cools. Of and for us to feel so badly in the last 18 months, it's it's, it's sickening. I've used that phrase before, but it's actually sickening.
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh, it has been. It has been, you're right. You know, it's it's a big, big change for the club, uh, which is traditionally allied and been and quite well-known. uh, be quite famous, I think, for a, a whole host of goalkeepers down the years. Um, so, yeah, that, that's clear opposition to, to be addressed, um, without a doubt. But... We we'll look forward, um, as you say, you know, uh, it's not an easy league to get out of. You've got tough tough away days at places like Inverness. Um, I know a lot of folk are looking forward to the, the kind of novelty of, of, of playing here uh, in the league, but I, I do worry that, you know, it, it's exciting. It's exciting at first, but that wears off, doesn't it?
1: Exactly. Exactly, uh, how we'll end up going, as I say, I mean, <laughs> there is obviously a novelty value there, I remember the 2nd Division days, mm. and what that was like, I think it's a bit different now older you get, <laughs> it's, there's not the same thrill there, but for yeah. some of the young guys to get a chance to sit in some pub and them freeze the centre might be, <laughs> be enjoyable for a year, going down in the chain, see, we've, I think we've all got this vision in our head, can and in a night like this with the weather being like this. Yeah. But there's so many things could be in place you know, when we're down there because you have, for example, it could be a Friday night kick we might not get in, all these things come into play and it might be a midweek fixture, who knows? Uh, but it's a nice thought, it's a nice thought. It's a nice thought to go to these places and maybe get to a 2 will win by I don't think you and me are most thought sort of under any illusions. It will not be easy. And I think, I think most people, reality's kicked in now and that will be the case. Yeah.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, as I was saying earlier, I think, I mean, you look at clubs like Dundee United, were down there for four seasons, Hibs for three. So it shows you, you know, show, I know Hearts were a bit of an exception because they they were down there twice and won the league twice. But I think that's unusual, um, going down to the, the championship. And it's also a good point that, you know, we, we can appreciate... The kind of younger generation looking forward to going to Dumfries and Ayr and Inverness and Morton and all these places, uh, which is old hat for us, I know. But, um, you know, when you are that age and, and it's new to you, then it is, it is something different. But just thinking back then to your own um, your own time when you, you first started going to Rugby Park. So when would that have been around? earlier days and your first memories of rugby park and going there when would that have been around well it's was a game
1: it was very very young <laughs> mm-hmm. I think I think the game there was a game against Raith Rovers might have been 78 79 and I can remember the red and white stripes mm-hmm. but I was so young was was not much more than a toddler I never even really knew what a goal was now if you can imagine we won 4-0, so every time people are roaring unexpectedly, whatever it was, say 1,500 folk, gives you a wee bit of a fright.
0: Yeah.
1: (laughs) And by the time I kind of realised what a goal was, I think they hit the post and I jumped up thinking that was still a goal. And I went into with my dad for quite a wee while. It took me a few years to get into it. I mean, I used to go there as a point in one hand and get in the front and Hidden the clouds a wee bit, buy bubble, buy bubble gum for the guy getting around the track. Yeah. And following off the thing that kind of got me into it, weirdly enough, I was about nine, and there was a treasure. So was it, a treasure punt thing in the command lot standard? Where you had to get out of the garages in command and there was we in the standard, and you'd pick up names of command players. Now I don't know how many folk entered that, but but I want it me and in that season, my dad was still playing amateur. So me and my papa went and sat in the main stand, and that was the season we got promoted. Uh, the game against Queen of the South, when we won 6-0 and Hearts lost at Motherwell, and we went up, and they're on the park, chanting, we want Clooney, we want Clooney, and within about three years, we we're chatting, we want his head. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was
0: less
1: than three years. Yeah. I think it was uh, Richard Kearns that said to me recently, that uh, Jim Clooney in the Premier League, the night before, he'd been in West Sound, said, ach, we'll, we'll lose tomorrow anyway. I, oh, mean, really? it. I mean that's where I mean that's I think the it says you would talk about Alex Dyer, but at least Alex Dyer never said
0: that. <laughs> that's the that bad
1: we were I as did. you can remember. I know. I know eight, and... not just the one to Rangers, eight eight-one defeats, I think, at Easter Road and six-one against St. Mirren, Yeah. It was bad. It was bad.
0: It was. I mean, a, a dreadful time, even compared to now, um, as you say. And I can admit, I mean, my first game was was Bobby Street scored to beat Rangers 1 0 in a midweek game at Rugby Park, Aye. same as yourself. Aye. It was the red and white uh, striped away shirt, still Aye. my favourite away shirt. But I remember the next time Rangers came to Rugby Park, they won 8 1. You know, and that, was, that was just two or three months later at the uh, start of new season. But I remember, you know, going. The, the two of us going together, actually, to good part, right. you know, around about maybe 1980, 1984, I suppose it would have been. All and right. there's a wee story there for the listeners because um, <laughs> we were we were both there together at the match together the night that we beat Alaba. I,
1: thought, I thought you were going to say that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the last penalty shootout victory for a Kilmarnock team um, in 1984. And I think we, we tried to go in the park after it, didn't we? I think we got on.
1: Uh, Walter McRae was done too happy. Uh, <laughs> right. But a certain Mr. Michael Caldo was on. That's when he'd started kind of coming down football to
0: okay. go
1: to the games as well. But I remember the crowd. I don't know how I know that, but the crowd was under a thousand that night. Yeah. And a lot of these games, when you're a young boy, it felt as if there was thousands there. If you look back at some of the attendances for that when it was the League Cup groups that they've got again now. I remember we'd three one and it was like these with the mad skinheads at the fence and everything. I looked at the attendance for that game recently, it was
0: something like
1: 1600. People get off in nostalgia about things that I, and I hate the music and football who fought like clear thought with nostalgia at times. Yeah. But everything was great. Everybody was saying that was the worst team last season we've seen in 55 50 years of watching Kouarna. I very much doubt that because if they, if they can remember John McIracken,
0: you know, it's, <laughs> <laughs> oh, absolutely,
1: absolutely. Apparently, it was one of his family. It was somebody MacKern that get that state house before it became the urbanist in commander. Oh uh, yeah, and they were definitely from Paisley, and I think they were MacKern, but somebody said it was John MacKern's family. Aye. Maybe that's one of these urban myths. I don't know. It
0: could well be. It could <laughs> well be. You're right. You know uh, Also talking about Allah, I mean, there's a reconnection there. That um, was also at the, the lowest ever attendance at Rugby Park. Right, which was late on in season eighty three eighty four, not playing right. for anything, playing Alabama. I think it was the last home match of the, the season. Right. there There's about 800 foot there,
1: I think it was uh, even less.
0: Aye, I, I think it
1: was about 600. I'll tell you where I was at there. I I'm actually I was away with Coburn at Portland, Man United V West Ham.
0: Oh, I remember and, uh, uh, about I, that.
1: Trevor, Trevor Brookings last away game, and I thought you know, give a big sporting round of applause, but. Straight for Denver, and Pelters. <laughs> 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 uh, but it was another one each. Uh, that Arthur Graham was playing with Man United and he missed for about six yards. Mm-hmm. And Liverpool done their usual one and won the league. But I remember coming out and getting whatever the Manchester pink or whatever the evening papers were. And it was uh, that makes me so old. <laughs> it does. <laughs> but, uh, but I remember they, they had a half time killer result. And we were up 1 0 and we won 2 0 against, uh, I believe, Laurie McInnes.
0: <laughs> I think you're right. I can I I absolutely confirm that. I think that is right, but I was certainly out of the game. I remember it was a sunny day, right enough. But um, I think there's another one we also went to together around right about that time, and it was a junior cup semi-final, That's and terrible. it was and like I can't remember who the pollock it might have been. They were playing in yeah. the semi-final and we both walked down, and our jaws just hit the ground at the, right. the size of the crowd. <laughs> Last match because it was somewhere like, I don't know eight eight nine thousand you know aye. and as you say we were we were used to maybe 1,200. 1, twelve hundred would have been bad aye would have been bad <laughs> so that's you know t- take your breath away to see that, that that's what we expected would be a, a few hundred folk nearly there. We were. Uh, for I remember right?
1: uh, I remember one of these games At that time It was Bayliston. might have been against game Talking like, Might have been Baylist so the, the, the juniors kind of Live in a different world For us And uh, yeah. the fans were still Wanting down the terrace With Slavs a Lager And doing cards Down right. in the terrace And when they scored And Aye they were wild I did kind of forgot about that Until I somehow ended up In a night in Bayliston A couple of years ago In a pub And <laughs> uh, Aye that, that story's for another day But that is was uh, It was a high It was a high
0: <laughs> yes, I know. I think, I think that probably is the same match. I think that's, that's and I'm sure we did go to that one together. Right. Um, but yes, the, the 1980s, I mean, I'm sure some folk who remember them will, will know them well. For other folk, maybe picking up, they, they were grim times at, at Rugby Park. And, you know, are, are I quite, quite far removed even from where we are now. Absolutely. Because, you know, I think when we were relegated in 1983, Last time from the Premier League, mm-hmm. you know, there really was a the wilderness years kicked in and, and there wasn't this this kind of sense of resurgence or a feel good around the club to some extent there is in the last few I, days. You know, season ticket sales going well, um in a sense that they would soon be back in the Premier League. Mm-hmm. So it's very I lovely. remember I remember uh, the first year.
1: I think we got near to promotion the first year and then the next season when on, on the away kind of their trip sort of background. That'd have been what 85. Mm-hmm. And we played the uh, towards the end of the season, we're looking, it was looking grim as if we're going to get into the second tier. Mm-hmm. And I remember we won it methyl and we won at St. Johnston quite out of blue near the end of the season. And I was really wanted to get on the bus with our pals, and I wasn't allowed, I was too young.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And the uh, the actual I remember thinking. How'd I run away from home? How'd I run away from home to get to Methyl? I'm not talking about a
0: company, I'm talking to meth Methyl. I think there's a novel in there, actually.
1: <laughs> <laughs> methyl no more, indeed. Yeah. <laughs> but eventually we played, and you know yourself, all of this stuff we did at that age and still does tie in the music. Mm. And I remember it being been a Scotch and hot day, we up at my great-grands, North Hamilton Street, we followed the match with my U2 unforgettable fire, 12-inch, and, and then I beat Clyde, and yet again, I, I picture it being 80 degrees, we went 2-0, it was full dancing on top of the dugouts, but mm-hmm. it's probably, yet again, it was probably about 1,200 folk there. I know. And it was the week, I think that was the week before, uh, the week before the Bradford disaster, yeah. because we played, and I remember, I remember all that, obviously, within then school, So yeah. aye, it, was, it was grand times for a lot of reasons. Aye, football was a totally different thing there, in the same day, the Birmingham Woods riots, so it was all these things mm-hmm. that happened in the 80s, and, it's hard to imagine, but it was like how football changed once we were about eighteen.
0: Changed beyond all recognition. And Aye. I think obviously the biggest factor there was I know I know England's success in the World Cup nineteen nineties always <laughs> always mooted, you know, and the, the second summer of love and all that as well, of course, music. But I think the advent of Sky shortly afterwards was, was what really changed football for to, to what it is now, I
1: suppose. Aye. There was a lot of factors, there was a lot of factors, as soon as you started sitting stadiums. I know folks, folk oversimplify things and say, oh well, all the weather stopped. Well, it never really, maybe died there a bit, but weather never really stopped. Folk, oh, everybody just, they stopped, they stopped uh, getting into bother and everybody took drugs and everything changed. Well, I think that story is oversimplifying things. Yeah. I don't think it was really like that, to be quite honest. No. Uh, it was it was a it was a, wee, it was a bit different for that. I mean, I, no, I noticed a change look, when we started going to away games, where places like here, even uh, here and even a growth the second time it not the first time it which is a story in itself. <laughs> but going to places like there, and all of a sudden you were going out and there wasn't any trouble. Yeah. There was nobody about causing trouble. got the troublemakers had been on to do different things, but it definitely changed, and, and 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 I was I was getting better. I was getting yeah. better just at that point. It was well. Once we started going in there again and we were taking a thousand folk to it and stuff like that, it was the full, without getting nostalgia, it was the full raves, stone roses, all that all that sort of thing. All of a sudden, everybody's wearing long sleeve t shirts and the flared jeans, and there was loads of young folk going at that point. I mean, there still is, we still got a good crowd of young folk, but at that point, we were taking, the oldest was we were taking full bus to like methyl, to, methyl again, to a, to a BQ cup tie. You know, and that was common. That's just what we did. We thought of somebody not making it on a Saturday morning, even if they have been out and going to Parker's and, you know, getting drunk. Everybody was still there the next day. Yeah. Everybody went.
0: Yeah. I think that's changed. It has. It has very much. I, I know that there's maybe a financial element to that when you look at the cost yeah. of going to football, but I suppose it's all proportionate, isn't it? You know, whatever. Mm-hmm. If it's a... Three pounds or whatever it was for us to get in, you know, in, in those sort of days, um, to what it is now 25 pounds. And so, um, i don't but, it be
1: like if it were doing really well. I mean, i am seeing a bit, I've saw a bit of DJ Terry Farley saying about you know his season ticket at Chelsea, and obviously, you know, it's what like double he's thinking he's getting a good deal, and it's double what we pay, but of course, you know, Chelsea's slightly better than us right now, Yes, <laughs> just,
0: yeah, so just just <laughs> at the moment, just at the moment, I know, but. Uh, yeah, I mean as as you're as you're saying there as well, there are so many memories of football that obviously we both share. And something else yeah. we share is is an interesting, very similar, you know, sort of taste in music and, yeah. and thinking back to to some of those um days and, and seasons even where you just yeah. connect, you know, going yeah. to a gig, going to a rave <laughs> as oh, well, I, right I over did. that time. And and you know, you'll remember what the football match was. In the afternoon,
1: aye, aye, everything ties in. I mean, I get slagged for the. I can tell you, what I walked to Carcody in the last game of the season in '91, <laughs> and then of course the old thing is when people saying it, and you can't remember what you had for lunch earlier, aye, you know. But but kind of getting that way with the short term memory loss. We can remember so many things for the past. I can remember loads of memories really vividly. I mean, the terrace and obviously etc. OK, you've got photos that you've got old clips on the TV, but the terrace in itself, you just remember all, everything about it. So cool, like the pie stall, where the fence was, where it moved to. All these things, if you were going regularly, and there's still a lot of folk like that, that you could, you could meet in a Saturday that have all these memories, and it's great. Obviously, we're not unique in that sense. A Motherwell fan will tell you the same. A St Mirren fan will tell you the same. But it's great, obviously, if you're into that. It's and if you meet guys that are Motherwell St Mirren fans are a bit of normally, you know, if you're meeting in a pub, you can have a chat with them. Yeah. You know, unlike a couple of clubs.
0: Yeah, that we could, we could <laughs> mention based in Scotland's largest city. But no, <laughs> um, thinking <laughs> kind of um, starting to travel in buses as well, that was that was hmm. probably, what, late 80s?
1: Well, the first game I went to uh, in the bus, the first one that I did get to, as opposed to trying to run away from home, would have been <laughs> Dembarking <laughs> away. Uh, and that was for the jolly farmer that was uh, the late Rob Miller, that was yes. the convener who's a character in himself? I mean, I remember him, uh, he came, he came up to the bus one day and Richard Allison, et cetera, on the bus, says, I'm sure I saw him in the Commonwealth Standard for getting arrested, drunk at the Commonwealth Air Game. Mm. And I said, nah, nah, he's the bus convener. He's a bit more sensible than that, surely. He's a grown man. <laughs> and about halfway in the journey on the bus, he says, right, the bus fails are up a pound this week to pay the fine for the court, but also it was you. He so was a bit of <laughs> character. And we went from, uh, well Dumbarton Barton, was, that was the first time we'd gone for the year. And I quite enjoyed going for the year. Eventually we went to the Wheat Sheaf and we did feel we were still, we were still 15, but you know, you're 15, you think you know the world.
0: Yeah. And we
1: were getting <coughs> told to sit down and shut up and everything. And we started saying, oh, can we do anything different? And after that it was the Kelly Club. Yeah. Uh, in fact, sorry, for a wee while it would have been the Howard Arms and the Kelly Club. Uh, and that was for a good few years. The Kelly Club days were great. Uh like well, you saw, you know, Mart some John Wells, it's you know, sadly passed away. Folk for Fol- Andy Allen, mm-hmm. uh, and a g- good crowd of folk on there with a good laugh. I mean, we we're just that uh, Young Boys, Great. <laughs> we weren't the bad we were quite kind of innocent, really, looking back at it. Yeah. Uh, but we get to 15, 16, you would go in away, but the, the, the one of the wildest places we went to was Dumfries. Oh, yeah, uh, it always was. Yeah. Everybody hated us. Yeah. It was just like, oh, well, you know, you have to avoid the casuals. That was one thing. Yeah. The cops hated you. The locals say, there was a cop, there was a guy get his car when they peeped in the home in the town centre and when everybody's was kidding in to shoot back at him. The guy was at his car and they do kids. <laughs> I don't yeah, know. It was mad. But we're not one yeah. day. Yeah. Right. I mean, we, we went up with uh, Stevie Gilmore and, uh, you know, for the valley and looking Caldo, Michael Caldo. And then we went, to, we went to the wimp at the top of the street. And it's quite it a burger, quite a thing. We came out and it was kind of like reflective window things. I said to the boys, Don't turn around. He says, Why not? He says, There's about 30 old boys waiting across the road for us there for them freeze to, yeah. to, 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 to bid us a good day. <laughs> and, uh, we went across the road and for some reason they hesitated and we went down the hill towards the river. And, you know, we're a wee bit scared, obviously. And at that, one of the boys we were standing with, and I said, There was only, I think, four of us. One of the boys says, Come on, we'll just turn and fight <laughs> I, <said, laughs> I said, "You're on your own." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he says, "Come on, you'll get there." Right. So we go out to the end of the road, and there was coppers there, and uh, they managed to stop the boys. The boys, the boys were a wee bit hesitant, thankfully, to attack us. But yeah, yeah, yeah. the race was like that. Andy Allen went on the ground one day, and the team was warming up. And which the supermarket behind the start? The time it used to be the terracing. Okay. I love brick. In and I'll hit one of the boys in the head.
0: Huh. And in there, I mean, it
1: was it was it was a different world. It was oh, a different
0: my- world. Yeah. It was it was <clears throat> a good story about Dumfries was when I um, started at uni the, the first guy I met in Glasgow the first guy I met in my course was from Dumfries mm-hmm. and so of course we get China away and oh, all it turns out is a Queen of the South fan and I said you know I was a, a few, I said I was telling him about you know these sort of stories and how mm-hmm. when Comamet played at Dumfries there was always seemed to be a lot of trouble and it was pretty wild and I don't know why they hated Comamet and all the rest. Of mm-hmm. it. And I said, you know, one day I get the train down <clears throat> and get back to the train station after the game, you know, it's kind of to train. I had a scarf scaffold and these, this kind of gang from Dumfries turned up and, you know, they're obviously causing a bit of trouble. And this guy tried to hit me with, and he, before I could finish my sentence, he said, it Wasn't a fire extinguisher, was it? And I said, <laughs> I said, it was. How hey, would you know that? He said, eh, I think that was me. <laughs> Aye,
1: I've been in a few of these situations. <laughs> <laughs> people, people quite shame faced the eardrums, things like that. Saying, I says, there was a guy up some website and he said his name. And I said, hey, You sent. <laughs> you sent threats. My pal had written a letter to the Evening Times about Kelly. And this guy, I'll know no his nickname in case in case I get back him. But he started sending all these threatening letters to my pal. So we came along running joker about 15, 16. And then I saw this guy in the forum. I says, I think you sent basically sort of like death threats to one of my pals. I went, like, oh, I'm sorry about that, pal. <laughs> <laughs> Different, times.
0: Different times. Innocent <laughs> times. Innocent <laughs> times. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know Innocent that. Innocent times. Another, another place, of course, these kind of bizarre parts of Scotland where Comarne were hated, not only them feasts, but Montrose, turned ah, out to be
1: one. Big club syndrome, I think that. Uh, yeah. I mean, if you, I don't know if you bought their fanzine, but their fanzine, yeah, yeah. what a land they had about us lot. They did,
0: 20 times. Loving
1: in the past, you think you're big time, you're, you're minkers. <laughs> in, sugar and in fact, yeah. we went up the second time and we're still selling the fans. You know, I just should not take chances. Why do you not like us? Yeah. But of course, as soon as I said that, there's a couple of folk going, "Is that they <laughs> oh, i leave it. it, it because we just didn't know what to say. But yeah. it was not the first time we got there. I mean, I think we did with a great day. We never played that way. We only ended up one and one nil. Lloy Water scored. Yeah. Uh, but I remember getting up there in and midweeking. Oh, for the was days, when there was these minutes, it was wild. Yeah. Uh, it was quite I, a wee bit, wee bit of a scare because we were kind of surrounded and whatnot, and it was it was a lot of I uh, pushing, shoving, kicking and yeah. I uh, were glad to get back in the bus that night. Uh, I remember, I remember we played, the first time we actually played them was the day before Rangers played Aberdeen in the League Cup final, mm-hmm. and it was a couple of boys, kind of well dressed boys that were Aberdeen fans, this Can we stand with you? And, just, and they were fine. Yeah. Uh, they, were, they were talking away to them. But I'm pretty sure at the end of the game, it was the two of them that got arrested, <laughs> all <laughs> with some Kovala okay. fans. I thought, poor guys, i will probably miss the League Cup final, because we're running about the Kamala fans. But <laughs> I mean, I, that was, when Troas was, uh, I know, that was yeah. we'll, 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 we'll knock it down that everything was, you know, we were always d- dead shy and retiring at 18, 19. I mean, we were in the pub there at what, 11 in the morning, yeah. and we were just taking them out, that were the other fulgans, we were just taking them out for them. And I remember when, boy, yet again, his remained nameless, just sat there. And he was only about sixteen at the time. And he's dipping his finger on a pint of lager, and he's just going like that. And he's pinging the lager in this big hard guy's face, and the guy eventually said, "Do you think you're hard in this place for just went, I, like that, you know, it was, it was, uh, it was a wee, a wee days at that point where. Uh, Hey, they were full in the second division. I think you end up to when it got to the point they are going to places and you're outnumbering the home support by five to
0: one.
1: Yeah, you know, it's it, you always get some folk that you know, honestly, I would have taken it too far. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've seen a couple of examples of command fans over the years, not many, but a couple of times when I've said to folk, hey come on, you know, yeah, really, it's enough. Great enough, you know, and it's not like me to be dead sensible,
0: but sometimes you have to be, <laughs> indeed, indeed, I know. Um. But well, eventually your, your bus became the 2020. Aye,
1: I mean, with the few years at the old house, which were great, and all of a sudden it stopped. I think it was just two or three things happening. It just stopped. In the 2020s, I said about the fanzine you know, we started from, for reasons I still have no idea why this happened, but we went through what's new Oceans, which was Route 66. Yeah. Still works the exact same, I think, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, and I remember getting there, and then... I don't know, at one point we started going for the Up uh, just before that, and, and that lasted about two away games,
0: right.
1: uh, a few a few folk to, to exception, these days when you could smoke in the bus, and I think a few folk to exception to a couple of younger boys smoking for, you know, grandparents would call the funny fags, like exotic cigarettes, yeah. and it was wee things like that, which, you know, yeah, again, seems like a million, million years ago now, but mm.
0: uh,
1: all of a sudden we're going for the solutions, and then... I don't know how long after it was, but I was working in food giant. It's a I remember that. Uh, what they called uh, uh, a transport, transport assistant manager. I right. used shoving trolleys. That's right. So, <laughs> uh, so basically uh the, the guy that used to I used to get a shuttle bus to go up to uh, my house in ward my mom and dad. And on the shuttle bus, there was a wee guy who was the driver and he says, oh, I can get you a deal. And that's he says, and well, we were always looking like, for cheap bus deals, I mm-hmm. just still do.
0: Yeah.
1: And uh, and he went, I'll take these, and they regretted that within about two weeks. The poor guy. <laughs> 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 he just says, You're worse than the Celtic fans I've run, which was like the biggest insult he could throw at anyone you could tell. But uh, it was still the, the bus over the years, that first season, it was a good laugh. And they were all young, and it was, it was a wee bit wild because that's what the football, as I say, was like. But it changed, it became more. Over the couple of years, it became more and more like a party. A party in the road up, yeah, and it was where can we go? Where's the best pub? Here's a, here's a cassette, and I mean, it was like a, it was more like a bus tariff half the times.
0: When yeah. I
1: think of some guys, the United on a Sunday, and that would have been that was a good few years after that, mind you. But the D United on a Sunday and Sunday afternoon, the tunes were blaring. Last game of the season to Aberdeen, uh, oh. uh when we bus funds left, yeah, it basically was uh, it basically became.
0: I mean, McCoy's can, can be funny, at uh,
1: that time it was as if he was just trying to, I'm Ali, i got to be a wise car, and yeah. he could obviously be humorous. Do you yeah. remember that night they did with Chick Young, I mean, Ali McCoy's? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah.
1: That became like, that became like a Rangers night by the end of Chick Young and Ali McCoy's sitting telling stories about Andy Gorham. Before oh, they over not know walking out, well, didn't bring a a Yeah. yeah. Nah. Nah. I
0: know, I know. Unfortunately, but I mean one of one of the more recent away days, I suppose, as well, was hugely unexpected because it ended up in Belgrade of all places (laughs) without the team.
1: Uh, but it was brilliant. I just saw a thing on the TV a week ago there a bit Budapest. Brought back the memories. uh, there was still a lot of event, obviously. And you know, you can imagine after the Conor Ski game, you just thought that do you know what, you know, focusing on no go or we'll just go to Budapest. And then we go out there and we said, ah, well, we'll go to, we're going to Belgrade. So everybody did, but a couple of really nice, well, one nice night in Budapest. only really missed her uh, bus to, uh, into Belgrade, which is another story.
0: Huh.
1: It sounds, this sounds, I mean, absolute crazy, but the journey was probably longer than come out, to London. Right. Uh, because basically the main reason—not the only reason—but the main reason being, you're in motorway coming out of Budapest. That's great. Get to, but you get to the checkpoint you now in the border, obviously, and uh, you sit there, you know, and it's that stereotype: like, big fat sweaty European border guard, you know, get out, stand there, and everything. You know. And went on for went on for hours, literally went on for hours. You know, for like two or three hours. And then you're over the ball and you're like, Surely nearly there. And I remember when I was just laughing, just mm-hmm. laughing darkly, like, going, ha, ha, we've got ours yet. It was people having a drink, falling asleep, waking up having a glass of water, going back to sleep again. Waiting, you know, that's how long the journey was. Yeah. Uh, I stayed away. I don't really like sleeping in buses, so I stayed mm-hmm. away. Uh, made it to Belgrade, had a nice night there. Up the next day, and then it was the in for his boat party. Yeah. So I have to thank Gary Stanton for, for really doing that. Uh, he's pulled his son. Yeah. We'd uh, met before, well, he'd met before at a Scotland game. I'd been taught to do Sammy's girlfriend the night before. They were great company, mm. talking away about music. Yeah. Uh, quite kind of, in, in a good way, sort of quite deep taste and everything, quite broad taste. Mm. So I thought this guy was interesting. So we went down to the boat and I mean, we're talking for, a good 100 odd, 150 command on, fans. Yeah. yeah. Along, but, I mean, Belgrade to me, it's a bit like a cross between Ibiza and the Clyde. You know, it's, <laughs> you know, it's something like that. It's, yeah. And then the boat came and we walked on and by this point we're all sweating.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> the, the, the lights of the the, the air cord was working at first were all for drinking. I mean, I'm like, I could pass out here. Mm. Eventually after we a wee while, this comes down with the, all this sound equipment and, you know, the decks and every cheers. I'm thinking, I don't know how this will work because I know his musical tastes are a bit like mine. And yeah. they might not everybody's should we say, you know, yeah. banging dance music and you know, techno
0: and stuff. In the afternoon.
1: <laughs> I hear a sunny afternoon, but fair play, apart from one person who and you would come up and say something and he said something along the lines of, I mean, don't shoot me, I'm just a messenger I No, you're not. I know it's you. <laughs> <isn't> it? <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: he's, he's got on going get the jam on. I'm like, I love the jam, but it's not really the time for <laughs> <laughs> the jam. So cut a long story short, as soon as we went away, everybody's cheering. The air condition comes on me for a few drinks. The few folk that weren't as bothered about the music, they went downstairs and sat with their feet in the water, and just watching the world go by was great. Mm-hmm. There was, like, different houseboats, people out in the water. Yeah. And, you know, you could feel there was just a really nice, holiday sort of buzz about the place. And then as it went on, and the drinks sort of kicked in or whatever. The tunes were the tunes were quite banging. If you've have you seen the videos for, the, yeah. for it? Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean it's it was like the front row of the subpol in Glasgow or yeah. the battle lambs or teeny but and every is just bouncing and then obviously the way chant started. Yeah. It was like, but I was doing it to that down, 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 down and that Paul Johnson tune. And if you yeah. see, obviously if you've seen the videos and it was great and people are saying we need to get this on over, we need to get him. Yeah. I says, that would be great. I says but to be honest, I don't think you could ever recreate. Just that you could have a great night, but I don't no. think you could fully recreate what happened that day. It was great. Yeah. And then along the Danube, and then folk diving in the water, and somebody hurting a leg badly diving in the water. Yeah. Uh, I get, I eventually get lost. I, I ended up, up. I thought I need to get back to the hotel because we are obviously I'm going back to, uh, going back the next day to Budapest before our flight home, and of course even me, me, I was in somebody boy's rooms for urban acid. Oh, you're waiting a couple of nights, aren't So, because of the situation with phones, etc., when you're in Belgrade, it's difficult to get a hold of anybody. So, I was struggling to find anybody. So, I'm walking about with these back streets, the, the, the man bagging about five in the morning makes it down the road. And was folks saying, I will give you a lift for money. And no, i no, no, you're not going to give me a lift. <laughs> uh, made it down to a garage or like a shop. And there was an older child there. And he, he gave me directions to the town. And he said, You're uh, you're, I says, Oh, my accent. Yeah. Yes, yes, I said, oh, I'm Scottish, and first thing I said was, Billy Bremder. <laughs> I'm thinking, I, I just burst out laughing, I'm thinking, yeah. oh, the references, what's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the like, in 1974 or something like that? I, mean, yeah, yeah, I thought, yes, it's bizarre. Brilliant, brilliant. Uh, no, it was great, the last night in Budapest, a no bad day, mm. up in the night was day and had a nice lunch in Budapest, even the airport was great. Mm. So I'd actually say Budapest, I mean, the full trip was up there with... Czech Republic, you know, for for all about Kaiserslautern. Yeah. It was up there these, it was up there all these things. In fact, it was better than, a lot better than Norway. You yeah. know, yet again, i am not, I'm not like nostalgia, quite, quite by memory. Norway was a funny trip for a lot of reasons. that would be here all day, yet again talking about, but yeah. uh, it was definitely better than Norway.
0: Hmm. Yeah, I mean, a, a very unexpected experience, obviously. Um, I know I know you you missed Wales, um, which was not the most celebrous destination, <laughs> it, it, you know, but I, I think, you know, I, I, obviously I was there myself and, you know, I still speak to people that that, that were in real and they do still say, you know, despite Aye. what happened with Connors Key, at least we can kind of hold on to turning up in a town that was just completely taken over by Kelly fans for the day Aye. and the bod for pub, which of course took, I think, more in that day than it did for the rest of the year. And but it was it was all good natured and and you know you were going around speaking to some of the locals and some of the other pubs and, and the weather spoons and whatnot and folk were were just amazed I think at how friendly yeah. folk from that would have been I
1: mean the no, no only comparison I mean we've obviously seen as play Shelburne but yeah. uh, I know you've been at a few in Northern Irish pre-season months yeah. uh, in Glenarvan but I mean when I went to Glenarvan it was a there and back thing. We were there and we were in the last ferry out of the place, you know, later on in the day. And yeah. it, was, it was a good day, but it was just a day really, you know, and we we, we managed to get a win now and then then they came to Rugby Park and you know, they were never expected. They were kind of well, maybe what we did expect in a way.
0: Stuffy, <laughs> stuffy, but I know, I mean, I, I see there's mention of a possible tour to Northern Ireland coming up again, so, which, yeah. would, which would be great. Um and I know there was a, a night in a club in rain.
1: <laughs> aye, uh, Corrine. I mean, I'd heard that Kelly's is well known. I think it's that such shut now. Actually, after all these years, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Uh, the I resident like...
1: was saying on Facebook. Uh, that Cole Hampton, Cole Harmington, that's always taken to do that. And uh, aye, I think it's, but I mean, it was huge. Mm, I mean, nice. it was just like a hotel function room.
0: Yeah. But
1: uh, we we went there for these season when was that? Six years ago, maybe. Ooh. I think so. round
0: right about that, because we played a game in Belfast against Glen Torn, wasn't it?
1: I and did they not maybe play at one field? Was that the same team? That may have been a different year.
0: Different when there's two, a couple of these tours, yeah, but I, th- I think it was Glen Torn in, in Belfast, which is an experience in itself, and then oh, yeah, it, was, <laughs> it was up to Coleraine, Um because most folk weren't staying over in Belfast, so. I, we ended up in, in Corain when we were at Corain. Well, the first thing that
1: I naively never realized was the flight for Presswick to Derry Airport's about 15 minutes. <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: it's just not good. could i right. it. Like, ah, just taking off. Okay. Uh, and we were, we were there early enough to experience an Ulster Fry in the middle of Coleraine said, and go past that big estate, what's it called? Is it uh, Bally Sally? Yes. Which is like fairly film like their equivalent of the scheme. So yeah. I, we, were, we were told not to go there. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we ended up. Well, it it was quite to be quite honest. It was quite there's so much for me for enough, but for some folk, the amount of drink consumed was ridiculous. Uh, we went, well, you're in you're a social club for lunchtime. Yeah. The first thing they had on was the, the music and it was, we're not Brazil, we're not This <laughs> oh, so we ended up of course all kind of joining in. Yeah. Uh, but there's folk missing the, the goals and whatnot, because we're going back to the club at time. Some folk never made it at night. And the thing was, when you actually went down the front in uh, Port Rush, yeah. I mean, it's obviously like a really nice seaside yeah. Uh We went into the, we ended up standing talking to who was it? Gary Harkins, yeah. who else? He was kind of home court. Uh, talked to Kenny Shields. Michael yeah. Johnston was in. Yeah. Never talked to him as much. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> but we ended up, uh, and I, we all ended up in that club. And it was funny because yeah. there's certain players that, you know, we come up and talking and dancing away and they're just, yeah. Like the boys, then there was like Cammie Bell standing there saying, people have no right to swear at me in the train with my girlfriend just because I've not accepted a contract well, oh, okay, right I, I, I get you, I get what <laughs> you're saying but as an when he just seemed to be standing there like having a row with his own pint of lager, he was just standing staring I thought, I thought you don't seem like somebody that can really handle maybe a lot of
0: drink very well He's well, from the free, of course, going back to that so right. Aye, that's
1: funny. <laughs> 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 but we ended up uh, there was a, some sort of bar open after the club shot, so we're in there till like, And then somehow I woke up the next day, we, it was a uh, I was In the room with shimmy. Oh, yeah. and, uh, yeah. woke up. I woke up and it was a case of right fry up again. Not not funny enough, not to sign any hangover, but just straight into that right. back to that same problem. We get a flight home about tea time, we're back in, back in Kilmerna dead early. It wasn't It was, yeah. it, it was not like one of these, you know, oh, I need a few days off work. But no. It was great to just go Saturday morning back to Sunday and back up for work on Monday. It was yeah. probably does the water. But that was a good wee trip.
0: It was. Oh, it was. And I you know, I've enjoyed the elements of all the, the Northern Irish trips as well. I think there's some special about these ones. Um, and just getting to see different places. You know, Port Rush is essentially a, a kind of mini blackpool, isn't it? Aye. aye. I'm not like St Anne's yes let's
1: let's, let's get get the snobbery out the window here but yes (laughs) uh, uh, more
0: more refined more refined yes yeah (laughs) needing a marina I know but yeah and and so there we are we've discussed um trips all around Scotland tonight and we've been to to Belgrade Serbia (laughs) Wales Northern Ireland uh, and I suppose England would, would be another one as well. There's been some there down to, to Chester and sh- um, Shrewsbury and places. Yeah,
1: like that mean, Chester. Chester was good. It was a lovely day again. Chester's always a nice place. Maybe too nice for some of us because it was a case of we don't want you in the jeans on. of a trip back to the 80s in that respect. Yeah. And we ended up in some place called, I think it's called Roses. I think Radio right. 1 did some sort of show for the next right year. Well.
0: Yeah. Ah,
1: it was a kind of sticky carpet place. Uh, and we, were, we ended up around there and made it up the road, that was fine. But with heat the next day, we stopped off at what is it that Cheshire Oaks and oh, we'll have a wee look around the shops and then we we'll have a couple of beers for the journey home. The journey home, the first couple of hours was like absolute hell in that heat. I yeah. uh, could not focus or anything I have to say because I said oh, I, I realize I've shown a wee bit crazy I'm not very good at traveling if I've been at it before. No. But it was uh, but no, it was quite uh, it was quite horrendous. Uh Chester, but it was a good track. We scored a good goal that mm-hmm. won the game for Matthew Kennedy. Uh, the other places it was Swansea, we were away to Swansea. Right. Yeah, yeah. And we left there, what was that, four in the morning? I think we journeyed down there, and I think we get back like, 24 hours later. I don't think anybody fully comprehended. They're a bit naive again, where
0: they've been down there.
1: Yeah. It's, it's the same as going to London basically yeah. it was again a roasting day yeah. uh, we're down to the shops. I, I took a pair of shorts around I knew what it would be like of course managed to just get off the bus outside the carry call 4 in the morning the Sunday morning just as I saw the bus get away with my, my jeans on there nah. <laughs> <laughs> on the bus. but uh, Swansie so was good Swansea so were surprised that anybody turned up and to be fair to them we got told it could be wild and as we got off the bus there was a bunch of guys standing saying you've And come on up and the chap said Terrible what's happening to Johnny Walker's. We've just signed the petition. Oh, right. right. Uh, and at that point, he says, would you like to come for a drink? And I went, oh, yeah. thanks very much. Because it was like a brewer's fair type place there. Yeah. Yeah. I stood in two or three pints with the boys. And then when I walked, sort of, of course, there's a group of boys from Colburner, which your name, was your name, singing, you're just a small town in England. I'm like, oh, it's
0: a guy. I
1: think it was maybe 10 or 20, maybe, mm-hmm. but... Uh, but it was no, it was a it was a good trip. Obviously, another one like it's a pre of family, You know, it was good to just see you'd been to be quite honest.
0: Yeah, yeah. Were you up at Elgin? For a, no, that was that was quite a good one. That's oh, I back maybe 15, 16 years ago. And again, you know, you kind of coming out, coming out of the hotel that night, and just looking for somewhere to go, and. You know, I'd been to a couple of pubs, I think, and then so it was Gary Locke bumped into it. <laughs> and um, he, was kind of tra- he was telling me uh, he was trying to find a club <laughs> for the players to go to. So we- <laughs> I'm trying to find a, club. <laughs> 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 I a pub. <laughs> I know, I know, that was an open goal. But, uh, no, it was, it was, we ended up, we all ended up in some bizarre. Sort of come Hotel lobby that was that was the club in Elgin, um, with this kind of tiny bar in it, and that was that was as good as it got. But uh, it was a good night, you know. And tell, tell you, experience Elgin.
1: again. But when you're talking about Elgin, you will probably remember this. Our mutual friend Billy Kilty, who's you yeah. know head honcho of a big record shop. Woods very well-known in front of the stars. <laughs> oh, the Billy,
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Bill, oh, what? Billy and another uh, good commander fan, another DJ, him and Bob Jeffries, were playing at Elgin after we played at Beath yeah. to basically punch promotion. The 3-0 game yes. at Cowdenbeath. Yeah. And, uh, Billy been Billy had managed to get some chart I don't know, Glasgow to drive us. Mm-hmm. We got as far as Kelty. Oh, and as oh, we went boy. to Kelty, we went in there and, yeah, we'll again, there's... My story's like the carpet was all burnt where foot had been dropping bits of their cannabis and stuff out. Like it was wild. Yeah. And, uh, we knew it was a wee bit off, but the folk were quite friendly. And then uh, they said, we're friends with that uh, Lally Callaghan that played Cowden Beef. Oh, yeah. And some player says, well, we scored against them, fairly last week. So that basically, yeah. it's kind of got us promoted. She's a bit of hero in our eyes. Mm-hmm. And they were going, "Hi Callaghan, who are Callaghan? Of course, come I'm just still sitting there two hours later, and he comes walking into the pubs. So we up with all the locals go. Ah, <laughs> and then it was a case of I mean, then we, we should really try and get to to you know you're getting paid to DJ and Elgin. Yeah. I never even realised the club was only until one in the morning, and we we're still in five at you know whatever time at night. Uh-huh. So so this never knew. I, that 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 this chap never knew where he was going. The driver, to be honest, and that's way before i obviously, yeah. and, uh, Remember, we're, we're, we got to Perth. But by the time we got to Perth, we were on the road about three and a half hours. Mm-hmm. By the time we actually got to Elgin, I think it was eleven at night or something like that. Yeah. And it was just, I mean, I never realised the place up there the bishops.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: It was in that documentary that was on recently. Uh, but they had guys on there like the biggest DJs in the world, Carl Cox. <laughs> <laughs> it was absolutely mad to believe. In. But a good night, it was a mad night. And then the next day, the one thing I do remember apart from that is... They had a pool tournament on the next day, and pretty much everybody playing at pool had a Rangers talk on. no. Oh, oh. I mean, you think... Time to get out they, of time. <laughs> I, it was unreal. I think it was... They all had football talks on, but it was all Rangers and one Celtic top. and I thought, this hmm. is it? Elgin. You know, I've You yeah. stop Yeah, I mean, I heard uh, I somebody said to me recently, like, Campbelltown, when Rangers were in the league the other week, was like, said it was like, that well, home. Oh. Why are these we think?
0: You know, they're a bit strange. Yeah, very much so. Very <laughs> much so. But I know, but we have some of some of these things to look forward to, I think. Um, maybe in the coming season. I, I don't know as as you say, you know, um going back different times that we've been talking about tonight, very special times as well, and obviously mm-hmm. watching Kilmarnock. Really struggling, um, getting right down to second division, eventually eventually coming back up in the whole gym fleet and Tommy Burns era. But, you know, a, a lot of recent ones we're talking about there as well, whether it be Northern Ireland and Belgrade and Aye. Chester and, and Elgin and so on. Um, so we do hope that the younger generation is, as we say will have their time now um for away days as well. I'm sure I'm sure they will. Uh, just stay away from them as we said earlier. Don't go in the can train. I, can I just say one thing? I need to
1: I need to do that because I get told I need to mention new World because I never yes. mentioned the fanzines So if you're listening, lawyer, though there's your mention. Nobody else is really getting in but there you go. hope oh, you're happy. Well, see he, <laughs> he
0: said you would not be able to work Zoom.
1: So. <laughs> oh. So you well, have... I've, I've managed to last so long without swearing, so I'm not going to swear now. A no. It's been. It's been
0: like, I, it's been like a, a modern version of Saint and Greaves there, I feel it's...
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what one's spot because... I know, if, I know, I know. I don't know what one's slot, God bless on the last few miles, so I don't know what one's for. <laughs> 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 well, that was definitely, definitely Saint, the way that you did that. Sane, that was Saint,
0: that was Saint. Well, easy. from... <laughs> From looks very own St and Greavesy, then here we go, i have got a new moniker for us. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I've thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed that trip down memory lane tonight. Um, many of the memories we discussed there are, are shared as well. I mean, particularly at, at many of these early games we talked about at Rugby Park, we we're, were at these matches together. Uh, and some of these away occasions, of course, were, were also there been about the same time, so it's, it's really, really good to them and us, um, I think, for both of us, you know, um, some of these special times, not only about football, but also, as we said, about music as well, um, it takes us back. So, many, many thanks, Alan, uh, for joining us tonight. I hope we're going to see you on again at some point, and I think, I think, I think we can safely call this part one of a wee, <laughs> <a wee> de- <laughs> because I think we both have so much, much more um, that we could, we could fill, we could fill a rest of the night, to be quite Aye. honest, can't we? Just wait yeah. till the boot
1: comes out. <laughs> I
0: don't, we don't want to give away too much material, of course. We've been
1: serialised in the Sunday Mail and that little bit of the bottom. saying, so our lawyers are watching. <laughs> that's,
0: that's, ra- Robin, Dings, Robin Dings, Robin Dings, take you down memory lane, I know, and the Sunday Mail. So, thank you. Um, take very good care of yourself. I'm sure we'll catch up again in, in person soon, face to face. And as I say, we we do hope you've enjoyed that tonight. I'm sure you will have. Do give us a follow, as ever, on Twitter, uh, under Killie Memorabilia. And if you're um, connecting to this through the, the Kelly 1869 site, of course, on Facebook, as, as you know, Alan is a, a very well-known member, to say the least, of, of that. <laughs> I am in there quite <laughs> a bit myself um, so we will be we will be making some mention over, on there as well so do take care and I think yeah I, I'm really glad that we've had this kind of upbeat you know um, chat I was a bit worried about the next podcast after relegation because you know how do you, how do you come into that but I think I hope we've got the tone right tonight um, by thinking back to special times and looking forward as well um, and and uh, you know, we're talking about the, the new signings and so on earlier. So, take care. Do buy that season ticket if you haven't already. Of course, Kelly will be back, as we know, um, and we will be there with them. So, it's good night from me, Saint, and it's, it's uh, <laughs> good night from Good night. And.